The following audio content is a talk given at the Inn, a college ministry of University Presbyterian Church in Seattle, Washington. For more information, please visit our website, theinnseattle.org. We invite you to join us each Tuesday at 9 p.m. on the corner of 16th and 47th in Seattle's U District. The Apostle Paul, often as he begins letters, will, will give a shout out uh, to people. And it's often a shout out of gratitude. He begins uh, his letter to the Philippians by saying, I thank my God every time I remember you because I have you in my heart. Uh, when we spend a year together like we have in community, perhaps some of us have spent two, three, four, maybe five years in community together, uh, we do have each other in our hearts. And, and uh, no doubt that, that people that have you in their hearts are these four individuals right here who I want to come up right now. These are the UMIN interns. Give it up for them. Maybe they woke you up in the middle of the night. Maybe they didn't. Of course, uh, this is Grant, Brooke, Meg, and Gray. And what we want to do tonight is, as we say goodbye to them, we want uh, to just give them an opportunity to share a few of their reflections and how they have seen God at work in you and, and in their experience uh, over this past year uh, here at, at UMIN uh, as, as, we, uh, as we've finished this year. So, I'm going to start over there with Grant, uh, who was a student here for four years, and, uh, and of course, we hired him, and he's come to the end of that time. Bad decision. Great. <laughs> a grant. A grand decision. Grant, um, yes. Um, share with us, uh, get us started by sharing a little bit of a highlight of this experience and, and just the ways that you've seen God at work. Yes. Um, well, looking back over the year, I mean, the whole thing's a big highlight, right? <laughs> Look at that highlight right there. Um, but definitely, I really think going back to the Dominican Republic over spring break was a blast. Yeah. Some of you went there as well. It's a great time. A lot of a uh, buen dias. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, it's okay. So <laughs> it's not so bad. But um, I think why I love those trips is you, like, you go on them and you really, at least I feel like I get a good picture of what the kingdom of God kind of looks like. Is Everybody just loves each other all the time. You wake up in the morning. To, like, we had students waking up at like 5 to do yoga. And there's no way that like, students can wake up at 5 to do yoga when they're here. But there it's like, yeah, we're happy all the time. And you're getting to meet these crazy, awesome people who live down there in the villages. And they don't even know you, but they love you. And um, you just feel love the entire time that you're there, and you're all filled up um, with the love of God. And then you come back, and I don't know if, if you guys have been on retreats or mission trips or gone to camp over summer, and you get, like, the camp high or the mission trip high. Um, I definitely have felt that every time I've gone on a trip like that. And I feel like this, this year God really spoke to me when I came back in... Um, reminded me of something that when he was praying to the Father in Gethsemane, he said that uh, my prayer is not that you take them out of the world, speaking of his disciples, um, 
but that you protect them from the evil one. Uh, they are not of the world, even as I am not of it. And it was just kind of a reminder that coming back from those trips, it's really easy to try to reconstruct that feeling for yourself. Like, oh, I want my life to feel this way all the time. And then you get back and it's not like that. And you get really disappointed. And I felt Jesus reminding me that um, the kingdom of God, the gospel is that the kingdom of God is, I feel, with you wherever you go. Um, if you believe in Jesus and, and he wants you to take that to other people. And while it's a gift to have an experience like the DR, I kind of think of it as trying to hold on to water. And sometimes you just have to loosen your fingers and, and enjoy the feeling of it running through your hands and realize that, that everything that you have is a gift. And while it might not feel like it, if you, quiet yourself and really listen, you can, you can hear the kingdom of God within you and the voice of God saying that I love you so much, um, even when you're not in these places where it's easy to feel that way. So I would just encourage you guys, um, when you feel like you're at a low point or you wish you were at a high point, just remember that the kingdom of God is within you and that God has qualified you to bring that to others. It's, it's yours. The kingdom of God is our inheritance because of Jesus. So that was a good learning point for me. Amen. Thanks, Grant. Thanks. It, it's true uh, that it's not about necessarily those big experiences uh, that, that you look forward to that you need, but often in relationship. Uh, Brooke, share with us a little bit about how you have experienced um, the kingdom, much like what, what Grant finished with there uh, in relationship. Well, okay, so there were a lot of great things about this year and just opportunities that we all had together and with you guys, um, but a highlight for me, and this was one of the reasons I was excited to take this internship, was to be able to hang out with students and to be able to talk with them and talk about life, because if you guys knew me before, I was a Young Life leader, and so I had this like love for hanging out with girls and talking to them about Jesus and talking about life and faith and what it looks like to be a Christian. And, like, coming into this year, I had that excitement, and it just continued. And I feel like, I don't know if I had expectations or what these conversations would look like, but I did know that I knew a lot of students already, and we weren't having those kind of conversations. It was very surfacey. so I was like, how are we going to break through that? Or how am, what does it take for them to trust me and to let me in to that part of their life. And something I found this year and that I've learned a lot about in myself is just the importance of vulnerability and like letting yourself go there and letting yourself have those kind of conversations. Um, so I feel like what I've learned a lot about is that, regard, so I meet, I get to meet, I got this opportunity to meet with a bunch of you and it was so cool because there'd be like girls in sororities and then girls living in dorms and girls like living on their own and girls that were going through this struggle or this struggle and like all these differences and a lot of them I didn't share. Like I couldn't relate in a lot of ways, but one way we could always relate was about Jesus. Mm. And like that was just a common thing. And so I saw it as this huge gift that we got to sit and talk about it and be vulnerable and have those kind of conversations about our faith and what's important to us. And what I found is that like, I got this opportunity to do that, being an intern, but 
we can all do it all the time. And like, <laughs> you guys don't need us to have those conversations. And so that is a cool thing is I also get to hear about like girls that have those conversations with each other and have these great friendships and just a community here in the U District um, that I, man, it's just so awesome. And so I hope that you guys see that and can see those opportunities with the people you live with, just this chance of sharing your story and how important that is. And it's scary to be vulnerable. And that was a part of this year where like, I got to know these friends really well because we spent a lot of time together. (laughs) But like, even in that, it was scary at times to be vulnerable. But the fact that there's a risk involved means that there's that opportunity for someone to care for you and to connect with you and to be there for you and know you and know your story. And that was so important to me throughout this year. And like looking into college and the experiences that you guys are having, I think that's so important. And that is something that um, I've always been passionate about, just having real conversations and getting past the surfacey stuff because we all can talk about Jesus because we all have him in common despite all the other stuff that goes on. We can all talk about Jesus, and that's so Mm. cool. Man, okay. Thanks, Brooke. (laughs) Thanks. Meg, yeah, you can give it up for Brooke. Of course, Meg came to us from Boulder, Colorado, the University of Colorado, not knowing a whole bunch of people in this place. And yet those relationships that Brooke just talked about have been true for you too. And you've been able to see how, in experience, how God transforms us in relationships. Share with us a little bit about your experience there. Yeah, I think that, so I feel like a lot of times when I meet with people, they're like, what do you do as an intern? And I'm like, oh, well, we do a lot. But mostly, <laughs> mostly what we do and what we've gotten the opportunity to do is meet with students and meet with you guys. And obviously don't have the capacity to meet with all of you, but I feel like what's been such an honor to me is getting to know people here. Because I came here and I didn't know anyone and I knew what this job had. I knew that that was part of the requirement was to get to know people. But I think... Um, where God has showed up the most. I was reflecting on it this morning and just thinking about the ways that you guys have led me into your stories and what an honor that is to get to walk alongside and see kind of, so fall quarter is like, okay, I'm new here. I have to get to know people, kind of right in the surface. And then as the year has gone on, just as people have opened up and shared just really intimate things about their life and what Brooke was saying, like the struggles that people go through. And um, I think the coolest thing has been, okay, you're doing this, you're meeting with people, sometimes it gets repetitive. But then for me this morning even to look back and be like, this person, I remember the first time I met with them and look how far they've come in a year. Mm. And for me to even look at that of, okay, who was I when I graduated from the University of Colorado last year and then moved here and then here we are a year later and I feel like God's grace has just been so evident as people I think one thing I was passionate about as I came into this job was that people would know that their story matters Mm -hmm. and I really do believe that especially as I've people have opened up their lives to me and I think part of what I've learned is that my story matters too Mm -hmm. and you have to practice what you preach and so um, I think that was also a really cool part of this year but that um, 
I don't know, that has meant the most to me, I think, and that's where I've seen God work the most, is he's transforming us, and he's transforming us from the fall to the spring, and he's transforming us every single day, and people always ask, like, what are you learning in your internship? And I'm like, well, something new every day, but I couldn't put it into words right now, and so I think it's really cool to look back and remember, and remember the ways that God has been faithful, the ways that God has shaped our stories, and that he shaped my story, and the ways that he provided as I moved here and provided such an awesome community. I feel like one thing I want you guys to know is that your peers are awesome. Like, they're so awesome, and everyone has such a cool story. And so my encouragement to you would be to take advantage of this community. I feel like community is so, so important in college, and um, you're all going through stuff. And so to stick together and to know that you have Jesus as this foundation and nothing can shake that, And so to come together and be unified in that is so encouraging, and it's been so awesome to watch student leadership teams work together. Tuesday nights, you guys all coming together, and then, um, yeah, just being really open. That's been what I've taken away. Thanks, Meg. Gray, the, the internship has been a lot of fun, and the journey of faith is, is uh, transforming but not always easy. Share with us a little bit about how you've observed and how you've experienced the, the journey of faith, even in this internship. I'm going to take this as a, a chance for a parting shot, if you will. Tell you something I have been learning. I won't say learned because I don't have it figured out yet, but something I wish I had learned or figured out a long time ago. The story begins... It's, it's not a good one. Don't get too excited. But the story a begins. A peripatia. yeah. <laughs> the story begins downstairs in the library. I was just, you know, poking around, and I found an interlinear Bible, which is like, it has the Greek and then the English, and little, I don't speak Greek, but uh, it has like reference tabs. You can go on your computer and look up like what it means, and you can read the original, you can read the text in Greek, which to me, felt like you were peeling off one layer of like human tainting into the interpretation of the Bible. So when I, I found this thing, I was like, man, this is incredible. It said, please keep in the library, but I took it to the trailer. And, <laughs> and it's on my desk right now. You should read that book, Gray. I know, I know. But uh, anyway, so I, I had this book, and I was like, man, this is incredible. It, I, I couldn't get enough of it. Like it was, I had this hunger for it, this excitement where it, it literally felt exciting. That's a bad word, but it felt exciting. It felt very exciting. And, and I, was, I was all into this for like two weeks. And then it kind of, I kind of lost interest a little bit. And it wasn't as exciting to me. Uh, and I didn't really know why. And why, why this... This happens is a bit of a mystery. C.S. Lewis in the Screw Screw Tape Letters calls it the the law of undulation, where he says life is full of peaks and valleys, like highs and lows, where sometimes things will feel electrifying and just totally just capture you. And then other times you will feel numb and just kind of passionless on things. And, And... and this, this isn't only your faith. I feel like it's, it's definitely true for my faith, but it's, you know, interest in 
particular friends and your job and your major in school with your family or anything. I feel like life has these these ups and ups and downs that can honestly be pretty scary on on the downside there. And uh and so my my encouragement for you would be to not be afraid of the ride down at times. I feel like so often when, when things start sliding, when we have that mission trip high and we come back and then we start feeling like we're kind of losing that, that high a little bit, losing the buzz, we tend to, sometimes it's, it's, it's less of a blow to the pride or the ego to quit something rather than have it feel like it's quitting on you. Mm-hmm. And so I would just encourage you to take the opportunities where it's low to make that when your faith actually becomes faith. Like when you think about the word faith, I don't, I don't believe being faithful to your wife is loving her when she's looking really sexy and you know, making you omelets and stuff like that. <laughs> like that. That's called kind of loving what she does for you. I feel like being faithful is when you love her even when... I got to watch my words here. <laughs> When you love her, let's say when she wakes up in the morning and her breath kind of stinks or something like that, you know, or, or when she gets old or when she gets hurt. And she, okay, great. Okay. No. <laughs> so, anyways, so with that analogy, I would encourage you, with, with that analogy, I would, I would encourage you with your faith to do the same thing. Take, take the times where it's hard and where you don't really feel like reading or praying or you know, being involved with, you know, whatever your relationship with God looks like, take that as a chance to be faithful right there. And because I feel like when you, when you live into your faith there, that's how you become faithful. If that makes sense. You hang in there when faith has bad breath. There it is. Yeah. Good. So that's Good. That. Guys, what's your wife's name, Greg? <laughs> Parting shot. Any anything else? If you were to if you were to get thirty, oh, I love that picture. <laughs> thirty seconds on on one one last thing to leave with students: reflection, encouragement, challenge. What would it be? From all of us, from individually. Me? Yeah, individually. we'll start with you, Grant. Okay. Well, I actually I was reading the Bible this morning and. <clears throat> Does so anybody notice how Grant has like 50 characters he does? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so I was, <clears throat> I was reading in Romans uh, 15.2, and I don't know why, I'm not going to lie, I did the thing where I'm like, God, like, do you have a passage for me? It's like, Romans 18.25, and I'm like, it <laughs> goes to 16. Dang it. <laughs> so I went to... <laughs> Yeah, good one, God. <laughs> yeah, we have a good time. So, <laughs> yeah. So I just kind of uh, went to fifteen. <laughs> I liked, uh, not holy enough, I guess. So, and and fifteen two, sure enough. So, well, fifteen one it says, Paul's talking to someone and he says we who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves 
Each of us should please our neighbors for their good and build them up. Um, and other translations say that, that we should do the good work of, of pleasing others for their own edification. And this is <laughs> always a bit humbling to say, but I really like try to please people. I mean, part of that is being funny and stuff. Um, but this verse just really caught me. as like, why? It's not bad to please people. Like, we want to make each other happy. You want to do that. But the reasons behind it can can be what gets you in the end. Um, a lot of times through college and through this job and obviously still today, I find myself pleasing people so that in the end it'll come back to make me look good. Mm. Like, oh, people will think that I'm really cool or really funny or like kind or Christ-like even. Um, but what Paul is saying is please people for their building up. When you give someone a compliment when you are excited to see somebody. Don't just do it so you can be the guy who's excited to see you. Do it so that they can feel valued and that they can know that God loves them too. And that is eternally more pleasing than being known as the blank guy. So I would say that's something that I would leave you guys with. Thanks, Grant. Go ahead, Brooke. Okay. Okay, so (laughs) um, parting shot, I guess... I didn't really think about this. Um, I mean, I would just say it's all about Jesus, and it's all about remaining in him. And something that, okay, something that my core group and I went through this last quarter was a study on Galatians and just what it means to be in Christ Mm -hmm. and what it means to, as the world is saying different things and as there's different sort of, like, expectations and different standards and different ways that the world says that we should live, what it means to live in Christ and with Jesus and just how to clothe yourself in Christ and proclaim that. And not in an overbearing way, because like, we all know what that looks like, <laughs> but just like remaining in Christ and in your identity and just knowing who you belong to and that you're the beloved and going forward with that. And so that's my parting, parting shot for you guys is just keep doing that. And do that alongside each other. Grab arms and run the good race. That's Yay. good. Right. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you have one. Okay. How about you, Meg? Um, I also didn't think about this. But one thing that I have been thinking about. Um, so <laughs> I'm a little hesitant to put out a statistic because I don't know where it came from. But my college pastor, when I was in college, would always give this horrifying statistic that was like, some absurd percentage of 70 to 90% of students who are actively involved in their college ministry and actively involved in their faith, five years out of college, lose their faith. And I feel like as I came into this job, that like tore my heart apart because I can't imagine doing life without Jesus. I can't imagine moving forward to the next step and not trusting that I have something, someone so great and big who's going to provide for me. And even when it's hard, who's going to bring comfort to me and someone who's going to love me unconditionally when I suck. And so I feel like, again, that just points back to Jesus. And one of the mission statements that we have at UMIN um, is faith. Established today. Faith established today. <laughs> we'll stand firm tomorrow. Perfect. We'll endure tomorrow. Well done, okay. man. <laughs> Basically, the point being that I, I guess my hope and prayer for you guys is that this is something that is real to you. And if it's not, that you would seek out people 
we're going to have four awesome new interns next year, a great staff to go and talk about Jesus with. And um, don't lose your faith because Jesus is the most secure foundation that you can have, and he's the most consistent thing. That's my favorite thing about Jesus is how consistent he is through every season of our life when things go in and out, that he is always consistent. And so I don't know if that's a parting shot, but those are my final thoughts for you guys. That's good. Thanks, Meg. Any more, Gray? I got one more. All right. <laughs> this, is, this is my grumpy old uh, graduate little speech. So <laughs> number 32. So one of the, you can ask any of, any of these three, one of the hardest things to come to terms with after you graduate is missing the glory days, per se. And I, I want to tell you that these are the glory days. Like, you, you'll never be around this many of your friends in the same way ever again. My best friends in college, I see, had like 10 guys that I ran with. We were boys. And I see eight of them about once a year. One moved to Scotland, and I haven't seen them since, uh, since we graduated. And that's kind of just the way life goes. And some old geezer came in when I was a senior and told me this. And I was like, come on, man. Like, what do you know? But so, so you probably won't. I don't think you can understand it until it's gone. I'd quote the nard dog here, but we don't have time. But, uh, but, uh, but I, just, I, I would encourage you to embrace these days and these people and the little things because they will soon be gone. Man, that's sad. But, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, just really enjoy it, embrace it, and like that's what in this job we essentially get an extra year of college, which is why it's so great. And and so I encourage you to make the most of however much time you have left. Sorry, seniors, it's kind of late to hear this, but but yeah, um, enjoy it because it, these are the glory days right here. So. Thanks, Gray. Hey, let's thank our interns. Um, we share like this because uh, these, these four uh, interns love you, and I know that many of you have come to love them, and, and so we are grateful. Uh, it's, it's hard to say goodbye to that, a group of interns every year, uh, and this year... Uh, Certainly, from my perspective, uh, it's quite unfortunate that we say goodbye to two other people on our staff as well. So I want to have Annika and Chris come up. Annika and Chris have been on our staff uh, for four years, and they have, uh, they have just been an inc- incredible uh, presence in so many ways. Uh, to me, they are the... Oh, gosh. Uh, they are just the, uh, the personality of you men. And uh, they're getting ready to transition. And we, we will miss them uh, desperately. Uh, I want you guys to know how proud I am of what you've accomplished, uh, for the way that you have seen your vision through, uh, for the way that you've impacted lives uh, in this place. Uh, I know that it is scores of students uh, and certainly mine as well. Uh, so I am, I am grateful, and I, I, I will miss you guys for sure. But uh, enough about me. Let's hear about you. Uh, grab a mic, 
you guys. And share, uh, share, with, uh, share with the community what's next. All right. Well, I um, am going to be headed over and working in a company in Bellevue called Concur. They're a technology company over there. But I get to do human resources work, which my glasses are reflecting really bad. Um, uh, I'm excited. It's uh, I honestly, I, the, it's a new position, so I can't tell you all the details because they don't even know exactly what it is. But the thing that I am really looking forward to is one of my favorite things about working here at UMIN, uh, especially in the mission role, is it's a great blend of getting to work with people and kind of walk with them through different parts of life, um, but also getting to do some more of the, I guess, you know, in my opinion, I don't, I'll use the word administrative tasks um, that I've really enjoyed: planning mission trips and thinking about. What are opportunities that you guys are excited about? What, can, what kind of programs can we get going here? What sites can we have for deputation? What are ways that we can... Uh, essentially, in my opinion, my job was to find ways for you to serve where you thrived. Um, opportunities that put the skills and the knowledge that you're gaining here uh, at school uh, to use in a way that furthered the kingdom of God and allowed you to help others while also growing yourself. I think that's one of the beautiful things about service is that you can, in fact, have it both ways, <laughs> uh, which I think is pretty sweet. So um, what I know is I'll get to work a lot with people still, which is exciting to me, but I'll also have a chance to do more of that administrative kind of strategic thinking stuff, and uh, I look forward to it. So that's where I'll be headed. Thanks, Chris. Uh, I am headed not too far away. I'm going to graduate school at SPU for marriage and family counseling. I'm actually moving on to campus, so if you live there, you'll see a lot of me. Um, we get free meal plans, so I'll be in Gwyn. Uh, so I am um, sad as well about the transition, but also excited for the new chapter that we have. Um, I think one of my favorite parts of this job is I feel like I feel like when you're in your own story, when I'm in my own story, I can't see what God's doing and I can't always see the truth about who I am and the truth about the impact that I might have. But I feel like being able to walk with you guys, I get to see that. I feel like I get to see all these ripples and I get to be like, oh my gosh, I had a conversation with this person. And I just get to see like this crazy stuff that's happening that God's doing. And I, and I think the hardest part is trying to Help, have you guys understand like this tiny conversation that might mean nothing to you this tiny invitation to bring someone here can have this ripple that just mm. transforms their life and I think that that's been I don't know I think that that's just a cool I feel like more of my job is just to reflect back to you guys the cool things you're doing and the, the impact you have by just being you and um, and I think all of you guys are just very real people None of you are like, oh, faith's so easy. Jesus is awesome all the time. But I feel like you're people that are relatable and people that want to make an impact and are world changers. So I will miss this place a lot and miss the staff a lot. Chris and Ani. Well, as, as we prayed earlier for those serving... I, I want to I pray for you guys and commission you. So I'm going to have you go out amongst our community. Go, go. And lay hands on them as, uh, as they come around you. Uh, you. Feel free to stand up and do so. I'm going to invite the worship band to come up. Uh, they're going to they're gonna lead us uh, in a few more songs uh, before, uh, before we go our, our separate ways. But, yeah, go ahead and, and uh, lay hands on and... and Hey, we're a community. Put a, put a hand on a shoulder, on the, on a shoulder of someone.
Let me pray for our interns, for Annika, for Chris, and, and just for us as a community as we finish our year together. Let's pray. Father, how good and pleasant it is when brothers and sisters dwell together in unity. Thank you, God, that you have been our unity, uh, that you have brought us together, people who don't necessarily know each other, and yet there is something special about when we come together. Thank you for what you have done in the lives of these interns this year, in the way that you have revealed yourself to them once again in a new and in a special way that I know that they will never forget. Thank you for the, the students that as they met one-on-one, as they went on mission trips, as they sweat together, that they, that they impacted. Thank you for the students that have impacted them. And Lord, we, we pray for them as they uh, set sail into a new chapter in their lives. May you be ever uh, present with them as you have been here. And God, we rejoice for the, the witness the energy, the time that Annika and Chris have given to this community. We pray for them as they seek to continue to follow you with the gifts and the talents that they have. God, would you bless them? Would you bless uh, their, not only their careers, uh, but would you bless Catherine, uh, Chris's wife? Would you bless Sam, Annika's husband? Bless them as a family as they seek and discern Uh, your will uh, each day of their lives. And God, for us as a community, uh, may we also know your presence. Keep us attentive to your presence in our lives as we go all of our different ways uh, this summer. God, we want you to be real in our lives. We want to share that reality with others, and so we ask that as you would be real, that you would give us the courage to share that. Uh, So God, we say thank you for all the blessings that you give us, uh, for the the ways that we take it for granted. We say that we're sorry uh, because God, you are faithful, you are good, you love us, and we know that in a moment where we can feel the weight of hands on our shoulders. We're grateful for that. In Jesus' name, amen.